Good morning, Jew. Good morning, Jew. It's Heather Gold in Oakland. Katie Halper in New York City. We're going to talk about the news and whether it was good for the Jews. The tip of the hat today is to Natalie Hirschlag, a.k.a. Natalie Portman. I think it would be sexier if she were Natalie Hirschlag, don't you? Way sexier. And my I can't believe they're not Jewish of the day is Joy Behar. Oh, I knew. Italian. When you crossed it's, Italian with Long Island. It's Jewish. It's very, right. very close. Also, her husband or boyfriend's Jewish, too. Joy Behar does have a little Jew in her. Oh, yeah. She gets a lot of it every night. But a Hello. Should we move on to our first story? Yes. It's a heartwarming story. We always like heartwarming stories, especially when it's this cold. You need Schmaltzy. a little, you need some little schmaltz. schmaltz. You warm up with some schmaltz, emotional schmaltz. This story, it's the debut of our booby news. Booby news. news. A young gay man received an adorable but concerned <laughs> voicemail from his grandmother. Hi, Pat, it's Grandma. You don't have to call me back if you're busy. I was just reading the paper, and you said you were going to travel. And I don't want you to go near Russia for the Olympics because who's the head there? Putin? Is that it? There's a whole thing about he's got a thing against gay people and he's after them and don't go near Russia. Don't go there at all, okay? I know it's the Olympics and all that and you might have been thinking about it, but don't go. I think it's, dang, it'll be too da- it's dangerous for you to go there, okay? I just was reading the paper, and I just wanted to tell you, in case you didn't know that. All right? I love you, and I don't want anything to happen to you. <laughs> so don't go to Russia, <laughs> okay? I'll talk to you when you're free. Bye. So this one, she sent to her gay grandson because because apparently he's going to be traveling. Now, he's not going to be traveling to Russia. He's going on a post-med school graduation trip to East Asia. Also, it's after the Olympics. Besides that. Her gay Jewish grandson went to medical right. school. I mean, she probably that's probably why she doesn't. She's like, gay, shmay, I don't care. The point is he went to medical school. He'll be a doctor. When I was married to a doctor, I got a lot of, is she Jewish? She's in medical school. It's almost right. Jewish. But Abby Hoffman, his position on abortion is the Jewish one, which is that it's not a life until it graduates from medical school. This message that we just heard is pretty adorable. Um, oh, what do come we th- on. It's a, it's a classic. Here's the classic elements of a Gobi call. Something I'm not sure about. A name. A concern for your safety. Right. Getting the time and place wrong. A repetition of the thing you said again. Right. Just in case you didn't think they were concerned, I'm going to tell you again so you can really understand they're concerned. But and the I love you at the end is very sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. It's the sweetest. It's, it's the sweetest. Sense. And it's kind of perfect because if anyone's going to know that like Russia could be dangerous, it's an old Jew. She's just updating her Russia alert, right? How many times in her life has she said or heard said, stay out of Russia? They're beating people up in the public they're square to intimidate right. people. It's right, the same deal. Anything that sheds light on this rich tradition of Booby attempted intervention is good. If you have a call from your booby, we would love it. Send it to us, yeah. Or even just a booby who wants to give us their take on a new yeah, story we, of the week. Yeah. Send your boobies our way. We want to have something called the booby lens. Glaucoma and all. The original newscaster is the booby. How else did anyone in your town find yeah, out right. anything the, happened? First Twitter. It's called booby alert. That's how people used to find it in the news. Our next story involves a Jew who's more well-known than Bubby. Do so you guys know we've kind of been following the Woody Allen story? The Woody Shonda Allen of the year. Shonda. Shonda. Shonda of the, I think, the century. What would it take to be a bigger Shonda than Woody Allen? 
like death on your hands. You'd have to control the global financial system. Openly, as opposed to the way we do it, which is oh, just insane. Yeah. John, let's hear about him this week. John What's the, the newest? So this week he came back with a hard-hitting anti-Maya culpa, Maya Innocente. He was clever because he did not demonize Dylan, who accused him of sexually abusing her, because he knew this wouldn't be a good thing to do. What he did was he shifted the blame onto Mia, this the mastermind, the mother. manipulative mother. Right. I have to say, we all know this. He's extremely smart. I read the letter, and I was like, huh, maybe he didn't do it. And then I stepped back. And I was like, oh, he's also a raging narcissist who's totally gaslighting Mia Farrow as the hysterical, crazy woman. You would never case. know that he ever saw a woman as hysterical and crazy. Right, I know. You, if you, you saw any of his films, film, read his stuff. totally contradicts his films. He came out with that, and people have been talking about it nonstop. A very good balancing thing to read after that is Maureen Orth, who's written a lot about this. She came out with 10 undeniable facts about the Woody Allen sexual abuse right. allegation which basically debunks point by point the things that he says. I just wanted to draw our viewers' attention to a couple of especially interesting tidbits. He says about Mia Farrow, he says, even the venue where the fabricated molestation was supposed to have taken place was poorly chosen, but interesting. Mia chose the attic of her country as a place she should have realized I'd never go to because it is a teeny cramped and closed spot where one can hardly stand up and I'm a major claustrophobe. But the only problem is evidence that he was in the attic because they found his hair in the attic. He says, the one or two times she asked me to come in there to look at something, I did, but quickly had to run out. Undoubtedly, the attic idea came to her from the Dory Previn song with my daddy in the attic. It was on the same record Dory Previn had written about Mia's betraying their friendship by insidiously stealing her husband, Andre. Oh, yeah. Beware of young girls. So he... Both accounts for why he was in the attic, then he also includes a nice dig at Mia Farrow for having had an affair with Andre Previn. It's so irrelevant, it really wants to remind us that she provoked someone to write a song called Beware of Young Girls, because she's a seductress. He's baking in that reference really going over with a 2014 audience. Oh, right. That, you know what? Right, the Dory Previn song, Dory of course. Dory Previn. I couldn't ever go in an attic. Who can listen I, to that song? Not only can I not go in because my claustrophobia, but but it's, it reminds me of uh, when when Mia Farrow had an affair. I love you know how I, mean? I love how his defense is written in bits. He can't help himself. Is there a no, callback later in the, in yeah. the piece? Okay. There are a couple more interesting things. Woody Allen had taken some very revealing naked photos of Soon Yi. Spread um, eagle photos. Spread eagle. Ugh, I can't even say that. While Ugh. he's still her mother's boyfriend and right, well, he's still and it's not out that they're having an affair he hasn't told anyone in the baltimore sun woody allen was asked about the nude photos how did you come to take them and he says we were sitting around in the room as a matter of fact talking about her modeling career and she said would i take some nude photos of her i'm not a person that knows much about cameras i mean i mean i'm not good at that and i <laughs> I, I took a small amount and left them out and, and that amount. Was, um, the uh, origin i mean there's nothing more to say about that then someone said, some people have characterized them as pornographic. And Woody Allen said, that's, that's too absurd for words. There are no sexual acts depicted. There's nobody else in them. I mean, I think you know one man's lascivious pose is another man's, I would say, you know, they were pretty sexy pictures. Uh, My favorite thing in that is the way in which she says amount. Like if someone said to you, Katie, can I have some photographs? Just a minute. I'll get a small amount of photographs yeah, for you. A small amount together, right. Like a, a few grams of photographs. And you would think that he, a very smart man, would know the difference between number and amount. But, and then when he's like, they are sexy pictures, that makes me want to vomit. He's like remembering them. He's what? like, they are sexy. But I don't know if they're porn, but they're sexy. I mean, there's no one else in them. I, I would like to have been in them, if I'm, if I'm being honest. So then, <laughs> this is a really good point that Lily makes, Lily Laburo. She has a blog called Excremental Virtue, and she does a really good job oh. of taking this part. She says, 
Woody Allen has repeatedly said that the famous nude photos of Sun Yi were taken at her instigation because, he says, she wanted to be a model. Suppose you're an extremely young, inexperienced lover who both you and others in her family describe as so shy, withdrawn, and correct that you all thought she might be a nun, told you she wanted to model. You're in the entertainment industry. You know something about it. Would your response, drawing on your years of wisdom and experience, be to take some Polaroids of her naked with her legs spread wide apart? One wonders about the next step. Was Alan going to send those photos out to fashion agencies? Would Sunni paste them on her resume in hopes that Anna Winter might call? It seems unlikely, but the fact remains that Alan claims he took those photos to further Sunni's career. He's never even had an orgasm for his own benefit. The man only... He gives. He gives. He just gives. What more can I, orgasm? I don't even know what it is. I mean, what people, is that, a people, city in Poland? <laughs> even when I'm stooping, it's, I'm not very good. I'm, I'm I mean, awkward. I'm thinking of my mother the whole time. Oh. Okay, so is this good or bad for the Jews? Uh, his letter? Or yeah, first of all, your I'd say your uh, your impersonation is pretty much good for the Jews. I'm one over on that one. Um, I have to take over because he's a Shonda, so I may have to become the new Woody Allen voice, literally. My first instinct is that generally this whole story is it couldn't be worse for the Jews. I mean, it's kind of almost like when you get your legs waxed. I don't know if you've ever gotten your legs waxed. It totally makes it's me pain. think that. Yeah. It's pain. It's painful, but it's a good thing. If you're, I mean, I don't want to be hairless normative but if your goal is to get hair off your legs it's a good thing you know and it's a painful process but in the end you got the hair off your legs so in the end we got woody off the the jew mantle we're off the mantle we're going to we're trying to get him off that off the but we have a real leadership crisis right now we do, and because... because that brings us to our next story which is about abe foxman who is the leader of the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, an organization whose name is a little bit deceiving in that it's not really about defamation, it's about defamation related to Jews. Look, I'm on the ADL's page, and it's to their credit, they're condemning the uh, anti-gay laws. But they're also condemning a blatantly anti-Semitic Facebook page. Oh, boy. And it also announces that President George W. Bush is presented with ADL's highest honor. So that kind of, in a nutshell, mm -hmm. is the ADL. They give props to George W. Bush... They're good on gay stuff, and they're obsessed with the Facebook page that we'll have to investigate and see how anti-Semitic it really is. They're good um, on gay stuff in Russia. I wonder how good they are yeah, on gay true. stuff here good. and everywhere else. Right. It's easy to be good on gay stuff in Russia when you're here. Um, Abe Foxman is the director of the ADL, but he's stepping down. He has been forever. He's been Mr. He has been that's that's anti-Semitic on the news. That's who yeah. he is. And you may not remember the name. You don't, may not even know what he looks like. But anytime that you read someone betching about something being anti-Semitic right. or about why the Muslim Cultural Center, which people mistakenly call the 9-11 or Ground Zero Mosque, yep. is, is a bad thing. Nine out of ten times, that was Abe Foxman. Oh. Abe Foxman was a Holocaust survivor. He was left with the Polish nanny who baptized him, but we still consider him a Jew because the baptism of being baptized is kind of undone by the baptism by fire, if you will, of surviving the Holocaust. My biggest thing about Abe Foxman is his hair color. You may notice he's not bald and he's not gray. He has a, it's not strawberry blonde. It's a strawberry brown. I'm making that up. Strawberry brown kind of hair color. And uh, given that he's 78, let me put it this way. How many Holocaust survivors do you know with a full head of hair? Somewhat full heads of hair Zero. that are also full of color. Zero. Right? So I don't know. Something's got to give. Either he's lying about the Holocaust or he's lying about the hair and he dyes it. Or his magic hair. So he's leaving his post, so we have an opening for... So the point is, right, we have yeah. an opening for the head of one of the biggest Jewish organizations. Just and somebody to, to 
Speak for the Jews. Fantastic for the Jews. Couldn't Great for the Jews. His position on the Muslim Cultural Center was a shanda. We need a new face. We need a new head of hair. We need a new voice. Woody Allen doesn't work anymore because he's being exposed. We need someone young. Young. We need someone young. How about Joy Behar? I'd like to go outside of the I official I think system. someone who's just sort of Jew adjacent like her. How about this? Here's my idea. Ready? Oh, Goldberg. I'll, I'll take your member of the view I, and I'll raise it. I definitely don't want the Jew that, that starts the view, Barbara Walters. I'm not interested oh, in her. Oh, we're done with her. She's dead to us because she's a big Woody defender. If you're going to pick younger and sexier. What about John Stewart? Uh, he's pretty public about his Jewiness. He's busy. Who's not going to be busy? We don't want a deadbeat Jew. Well, Henry Winkler, not young enough, but beloved. The fawns. I think, well, there are two things. For him is arrested development, that he's in arrested development. That gives him a whole young, useful look. Against him is the fact that he does ads for something like catheters. Not catheters, but something. What is insurance? What about someone who's Jewish and something else? I feel like that's the next generation. Like the a, more of a mix? Like someone a bluish person. Lenny Kravitz. Or Jupanese. Lenny Kravitz, is he, has he got a lot to say? Through music. Maybe, and that's, I'm fine maybe with that. his statements are all just guitar solos. They get at a more visceral level. They'd pay attention, don't you think? They would. Well, how about a funny, sassy Jewish lady? Someone like us. How about Morning Oh, Jew? yeah. How about Morning Jew takes over for ADL speakership? Come on. All right, that's it. We figured it out. It would not be as succinct as we'd like. But it would be... No, honest. we would have a lot of statements that were very digressive and they'd discursive. Be, they'd be edited. And Zoom, to uh, summarize, to wrap it up in a little uh, hummantation, we have consensus on Bobby consensus as good for the Jews. We have consensus on Foxman as good for and the Foxman Jews. And Foxman is good for the Jews. And in and fact, we're, we're nominating, and we're nominating ourselves as the next right. spokesman for Jews everywhere. Probably the, the biggest testament as to why it's so good for the Jews is the fact that there's now the possibility of mourning Jew being the spokesperson for one of the biggest an, Jewish organizations. It's an opening we're ready for. This was a great show. Fantastic. We went out with a bang. Follow the show on Facebook.com slash Morning Jews. We're also on Google Plus and YouTube. Let us know what story you want to know is good for the Definitely. Jews. Definitely. Nice to see you, Jew. And see I will Jew. see you next week.